as a supporter, you can imagine going to the pub with Pochettino. You can't imagine going to the pub with Jose. Uh, no, you telling you, or not? you'd probably go trampolining. talk about the all or nothing um documentary um which all i'm sure all our listeners have been uh, watching and we've been watching avidly um i just want to throw you know a question out there to casper who i know has pretty much watched every second of it about three times over where he should have been doing his homework but casper if you can start us off what, what, what's been your best moment of the documentary so far all or nothing i think the man city game was really good and I think what what was quite interesting was when Bergwijn signed, yeah. and they 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 like they show him around local houses. I thought that was quite interesting. Okay. But for me, the most. What do you mean the club? The club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I but I thought the, the club most, representatives. Yeah, yeah. I thought the most interesting bit was either the Danny Rose bit or the End on Bele bit. Okay, where so Endon Bele talks to Daniel Levy or the fight between Mourinho and Rose. Well, let, let, let's talk about Danny Rose. Um, Peter, have you seen the Danny Rose bit? Yeah, yeah it's, it's really quite an uncomfortable, uncomfortable watch. It's yeah. uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, uh, part of me sympathises with um, him. I say, is there a better left-sided player at the club? You know, and he was part of what was the most dynamic sort of like full-backs that we had at mm-hmm. the time. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, it was it was um, quite telling. Yeah, and the fact that um, it seemed to be an unresolved discussion between Mourinho and Danny Rose that was quite uncomfortable. It was like they were sort of like they both sort of gave their point of points of view, and then it, the discussion was left sort of dangling in the air. So right, I'm going to go and talk to Daniel Levy now. Did, did you about did, it and I thought hmm it's just not resolved you know? did you like the way that Jose talked to Danny Rose though did you like I, I sort of quite liked the they're way. both shooting straight shooters yeah. they're both straight talking guys you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. It, just, it just felt a bit uncomfortable but then you get that it's, you get that in every kind of somebody yeah. sort of walks into the office and says yeah. why aren't I playing you know yeah. and, and I think he's within his rights to say you know who's, who's better I mean when I see a right-sided centre-back playing at left-back, mm. I think that's an insult. I mean, yeah. That's quite telling, you know. I agree. I I was agree. A, I, I, yeah. That was one part I saw. And yeah. I was amazed they, they filmed that because it was quite an intense... Yeah. Uh, you know, it was You were shifting really around was. in your seat. Wasn't yeah, it? but it was yeah. actually good. You could see they were both really just speaking, you know, yeah. saying their, their mind. But then I, I can't believe they, they showed that personally, yeah. but I suppose that's a warts and all sort of thing. But yeah. What, 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 um, Sim, what, what's your sort of thoughts on that? Because you, you're quite, you felt he had every right to go in there and ask. Yeah, I think he and, does. And, and say that. Yeah, I think he's he's a senior player. He's been there for 13 years. Uh, as Peter said, he's, he was part of not, it's not, I can't really say a successful Spurs team, but he was part of a good Spurs team. Mm-hmm. And the the stuff about the the players playing in his position, no one was particularly. I don't think. I suppose Tanganga was playing was was play, played left back one game and he, he did quite well. I suppose I see Mourinho's reason for for putting Tanganga there because you see that a lot of young players you, you sometimes see a, set, a young centre midfielder playing right back or playing 
by the left fullback. So you can see Mourinho's thinking there. But I think overall, I think Danny Rose was was fine to do that. And yeah. actually, it was good that he balanced it as well. He did go and he did admit. I'm not going to use his exact, his exact words, but he said I wasn't good in yeah. in that. I was I trained. Mourinho said he trained well, played in in the game. And Rose said I was I was bad. I was yeah. I was not good in that game and he admit that and he, had, he was big enough to admit that mm-hmm. but it was weird that yeah. it didn't get resolved maybe it did get resolved it's, maybe yeah. that maybe it got resolved off camera who knows yeah. he went to see Levy and he you're not surprised yeah. to see him being pushed out on loan to Newcastle yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause, I mean it was like he was probably stinking the dressing room out yeah yeah, I agree I mean we've all played in football teams sorry Matt I was going to just say do you think that Marino would have really respected Danny Rose for actually no you know, actually saying, look, why this is this is insulting. You know, this happening, yeah. and actually putting his case forward. Because I, I really like Rose. I think he's a really sort of solid individual, uh, and he's always given his heart. For, you know, yeah, he, 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 he might have played poorly, but he's always tried for Tottenham. And I think he's one of his one of his players just needs an arm around his shoulder. Mm. You know, yeah. and to actually really just get the best out of him. get the best out of him, mm. as opposed to dropping him and making him feel even worse. And that. You know, that might well work with some players, but with Rose, obviously. Um, I just want to sort of come on um, now uh, to about how how do you think Casper um, Jose has fared in this documentary? Because you know, I'm a massive, not a huge fan of Jose, but I feel warm to him. And what's your your sort of thoughts as a youngster who possibly has never been in love with, say, another manager apart from Poch, obviously? I feel like I think it for everybody who's watched it, it's massively changed their view on him as a mm. person. I feel like he's. I think out of anybody, he was in it the most. I think every like two minutes he was talking or something. Mm. But yeah, I think it's really changed my view on him as a person. And what, and what do you, do you like the interaction he has with the players? Yeah, like when his dog died. No spoilers. Oh, yeah. But like he, um, he like he said he said like I'm not great mentally right now. So like he said that to the players, which I think some. Coaches in the Premier League might not do, but I think the relationship is quite good with all the players. Yeah, that, that's what I seem you agree. That's what I've taken from that the relationship with him and the players. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, from when he comes in, he's respecting the players. He's speaking to the players individually. I think that's very, very important. And with Danny Rose as well, I think you're absolutely right, Matt. I think Mourinho would have really respected him. Coming in and challenging mm. him, challenging such a yes. such a successful manager who's won everything, and Danny Rose has sat there and he's and he's gone. No, I've I've been here longer than you. I've been in this team mm. longer than you've managed it, and I think that's you know is, is a is a sign of Mourinho's influence when he has come in, and um, that the players do feel comfortable coming yes. to him. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 And do, do, you reckon, do you reckon, Peter, that the, that the players, obviously we didn't have the insight when Poch was there, do you reckon the players would go into Poch's dressing room? Do you reckon he was as open a manager as, say, Jose seems to be? Yeah, I think um, it depends on the players and the relationship that Poch had. Yeah. I mean, towards the end, I, I heard the rumour that he became very distant mm. with the players. Okay. You know, and it was like, um, if he, you know, he had this sort of really... Uh, family atmosphere in the beginning and everything. and then other people I've heard it said that maybe he was the kind of manager that you'd go down the pub with you know okay. which is perhaps not the best kind of manager to have <laughs> yeah. you not could imagine the fact that we could imagine having a pint with Poch 
Yes. But maybe not with Mourinho. That, maybe maybe a, that maybe that's a bad thing. That's a brilliant you know. point. That's a brilliant point. Matt, what do you think of that that point there? Like, you could imagine as a supporter, you can imagine going to the pub with Pochettino. You can't imagine going to the pub with Jose. Uh no. Is it telling you, or not? You'd probably go trampolining. And then a you know, a ramble yeah. afterwards. But I think Mourinho comes across well in the documentary. Yeah, he does. does. That's a great uh, point. I have to say that, but um, you have to remember that it's made for TV, it's supposed to be entertainment. Yeah. There's a kind of Hollywood kind of, I'm not saying fictional, but it's, there is a kind of a cosy kind of Slick. vibe put across. Well, which, there was maybe it wasn't so cosy for yeah, there was no There was no stringed orchestra in no. the background, was there, for real? So, um, and, that's I, the, and that's the, there the was soundtrack no, of the show, isn't it? I just, it just probably wasn't as cosy for Potch in the last few days. Well, I just, I just want to sort of say, you talk about cosy, I've, I've yeah. made a, a question here, and from watching the documentary, are the players all too comfortable? They seem so happy being at Spurs. I mean, it's like, it's like a five-star club. Are they too comfortable, Sim? For me, watching that thing, I, I look at them and I think, oh, look at that training ground, look at the stadium, look at the, yeah. you know, I, I think they're too comfortable a little bit. And I think, you know, I think some hand grenades, not Aurier, but some hand grenades to be thrown into the, to, to shake up it, someone like Hoiberg, must be someone like a Joe Hart, you know, someone, you know, Gary Bale. They're all too comfortable. So Soko knows he's going to play. You know, X person knows he's going to play. Yeah. I just I think that from watching that documentary they're very comfortable. Delhi knows he's going to play. So yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, good point. It's like you, it always every season starts every even if it's, even if it's after a, a a drab defeat like um it would always you always start with that bird's eye view over the training ground and it's like yeah. and it's like the players I know they're they're actually working yeah. hard but you know they they look like they're reclining in on a rowing machine or whatever just having a chat about toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's that's just that's just one moment. Somebody's that's just that's in the back of your thighs. Yeah, so no, but yeah, it's 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 a very good point. It's a very good point. With two faced, they 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 possibly are are too comfortable there, yeah. and, and it's it's what's need been needed for a long time. It's needed a shake up of the squad, but the squad hasn't been shaken up enough in the last five years. And he, he can't do it overnight. To Mourinho can't do yeah. that, so he's bringing these players in. So that's that's sort of what I, everyone look really com- comfortable and happy. You know, I've worked in really plush offices before, and I just think oh, it's brilliant working here. You know, got a pub below. You know, it's just well, possibly they're comfortable. I, I didn't leave. I didn't leave that club, and I didn't leave that company because it's quite plush. And you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, that, that's what I've taken from it. Um, and I just sort of want to go on to Levy. What, what, what sort of everyone's take on Levy? Because. I've actually found him quite fascinating, Peter. What's your sort of take on Levy? Being quite a proponent against him, I think, in the past. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like I've got mixed feelings about him. I think he comes across as kind of like trying to please <laughs> Mourinho, I think, a little bit. Do you think? Bit. Okay. Constantly poking his head around the door. <laughs> like, you know, like... like Same yeah. with him at the lunch yeah. table. Yeah, it's just... Just, oh. just keeps cropping up, doesn't he? Is he like a, is like a, uh, in the youngsters, is he like, like a, like a, beg, a, a big friend? Is yeah. he like a big friend? Yeah. He's a very hands-on, you, you get the feeling that he's a control freak. Huh? Okay. I don't know, it's just hands-on with everything. Yeah. I liked his terminology when he talked about Sonny's goal against Burnley, when he, he's like, you know, went from one end to the other, and, he, mm. and he, he, he just didn't seem like a football 
person as I assume did you get what, what did he say he sort of said about he, you know, great the way you ran from one end to the other and he even had the energy to score and, and kicked the ball into the goal <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. and, we, we were, and you, scored, yeah. you scored one net point <laughs> <laughs> and also he said um, he said after it was like it was good to win in style like, yes there's not a single mention of Joe Lewis either is there or the or Enoch it's just he's just the the figurehead. He's the the chairman, and that's that's where it is. It doesn't. It's not going to go into the politics of the club, but I, yeah, I don't think you need to. Be, but is the whole thing just a position in the club to sell? It? I don't know. Oh, COVID, Peter, COVID, you COVID nineteen is, will have put a spanner in the works. Yeah. Put the kibosh on. Yes. That. Yeah. Is, Levy would not allow that allow cameras to come in unless there was there was an angle. Yeah. You do not get where he's got without some sort of angle. And I think Marino, Pete was right. I think I think Marino's had a massive influence on Levy because all of a sudden we're, we're signing thirty-three-year-old Joe Hart. We're signing a twenty-eight-year-old right back. These are not Levy no. traditional Levy signings. Yeah. He wants yeah, young, you know, yeah, 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 and he's and he's been signing up for like like three, four years. I think yeah. so. So he's preparing to sort of take a chance yeah. on Mourinho's judgment, maybe. Um, I, I, I love the part in the in the documentary when Levy was in um, talking to Jose and Ericsson went into the yes. room and, and I found that really insightful how Levy was so open by saying to to Ericsson by saying well you know if we get twenty million euro you know you can go and I love the fact that that I, I sort of like the interaction Levy had with the players that he was quite open that Ericsson says well you know. I've been told by my agent that you know they want to sign me blah blah blah. I, just, I sort of found that quite interesting that he was quite open. So I think possibly he is more hands on on at that level than we actually think. Yeah. And the way and the way he's sitting in the lunchroom and they'll come and shake his hand. Yeah, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Do they kiss his hand or actually shake it? <laughs> I know people keep interrupting his lunch. You know. <laughs> I know Danny Rose interrupted his lunch. He <laughs> <It> was swung. But <laughs> 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 you, you sit. sit but see, actually, do you think that's a good thing that he's so close to the whole first team squad, or is he the businessman and just keep your nose out? Yeah, it's it. It has surprised me how close he's been. You almost imagine his office to be like literally right next door to Jose's, and he's yeah, like, you're right, he's popping his head around. Like, how we training today? It's, <laughs> it's, quite, it's, it's quite funny actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't see a problem with him being close to the players, and it can only be a good thing if they're yeah. if they're approachable. Yeah. If he's approachable to the players, yeah. There's obviously a, 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 a core of steel running through him, though, because you know, by all accounts, his um, relationship with Potter, I mean, they were really friends. You yeah. know, like he or saved him from drowning or something, didn't he? Or mm-hmm. something I heard. Then to then sack the guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, he's got that rod of steel running through him. Mm-hmm. You know. yeah. do, you, do you think though, because Potch didn't want to be in the thing, or he didn't want to have much part in it? He didn't really want the fans to know how much he drifted away from the players. That's a great point. That's yeah, a great he was point. Yeah, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, really. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, the documentary started from the start of the season, yeah. Casper. You're right. And the first episode, it was like Jose was in right there yeah. and then. So you missed out two months yeah. of the season, didn't you? Really? Yeah. Um, what What would you say? What, what's the funniest, uh, Peter? What's the funniest thing you've seen so far in it? I don't know. Maybe the toothpaste incident. <laughs> I don't know. What's this? It's, it's interesting. It's interesting the way they talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, what, what the, 
Yeah, yeah, sitting just on the massage table. But for me, I don't know. I I like the team spirit. I can see a great team spirit. Can you see that, Peter, in the team? Definitely, yeah. You know, I I liked um, when Aurea spilt the the drink on Jose Mourinho's shoes. (laughs) That was quite funny. That was quite funny. And also, it's quite interesting the way they they they're basically like Sky Sports is on all like throughout the whole training ground. Well, that was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That really, that really is. Um, I, I, one of the things I found really interesting was Delhi's outburst in the change room after what game is it, Casper? Wolves. The Wolves game at home. I don't know if you guys seen that the episode yet. He sort of comes in. Shout, we, I mean, we all met. As a player, normally a striker, someone like myself, will come in and basically we start throwing his shin pads around, saying, "Why we conceded a goal? It's always the same." Blah blah. And basically, Delhi comes in, doesn't he, and throwing his shin pads around, says, "It's always the same. We conceded his goals. How did we lose this game?" But then I like the fact that Eric sort of fronted him up. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah, Eric Dyer fronted him up and sort of said, Delhi, who you mo- you know, name names, who you moaning at, who you moaning at? Mm. And I sort of quite like the dressing room was a bit on edge there. And I thought Mourinho liked that. There was a bit of tension in the dressing and, room. Casper. And also the the incident after Son and Lloris after that Everton game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they went into the changing room. Mourinho was like, whatever happened there, I don't know about it, but I think yeah. it's good. Mm. I think he said about two or three years ago, you... Well, you, that wouldn't have happened because you demand more from each other now. Yeah, did you? That, and that was a, that's a great point, Casper. Because I and that goes back to my point watching this, and I think I felt this for a long time. They're very comfortable. The Tongan was comfortable. Yeah, he's gone now. It's, there's new players coming in. They're not going to make it comfortable. Mm. You know, the guy from Spain's coming in. Gareth Bale comes in. Suddenly, Delhi's got to work harder for his place. Yeah. Mora's got to work mm. harder yeah. for his place. Mm. I just think, I feel the club has been comfortable for such a long time. Mm. I think this documentary has sort of said that. Sim, mm. you get that feeling? I do get that feeling, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I there mean, there are a lot of human yeah. moments, yeah. Yeah, and one of the things that really stood out to me, I thought, was... Delhi pretty much confirming that players do look on social media and do look at performance because it's it's something that you would maybe in some ways you would think it would happen in other ways you might think oh no there's no way they look at that they just switch off completely and I know he's quite renowned for being a big user on social media on Twitter and Instagram yeah um, but he he had that section where he says like one minute you you're the best player in the world the next minute they saying get out of my club. No, it's terrible, and it just it just confirmed that actually all of this stick or love that they do get, and most of the time at the moment it will be stick. Mm. Um, that's it, that that was one of the most interesting things for me that they do really read that in the same way that a player in previous times would have read the papers or been told not to read the papers. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe, he needs to, maybe he needs to not look at social media because... Oh, absolutely. Pull off it. My, yeah. my job, um, I'm always being told, oh, you had a really good review today. You know, mm. uh, somebody wrote a really good review. I said, I actually said, I don't look at the good reviews and I don't look at the bad ones. Mm. Mm. You know, I, I just try and be consistent in what I'm doing and mm. maybe, yeah. you know, yes, and I think maybe... Brilliant. And also, I think, I, think, I think maybe that's a point which has never been sort of uh, explored because I mean, imagine all of us are doing our job imagine you, you head out to work and you let's just say you're a, a brickie build a ball and it's a little bit wonky 
Uh, okay, oh, it wasn't one great shot. Imagine getting slaughtered by by a thousand people on Twitter for a little yeah. wonky wall you put. <laughs> it would break you, wouldn't it? Yeah. So imagine get on yes. imagine that every train, no get your phone out and you can slaughter yeah. somebody yeah. just in an instant. Yeah. And I just think it's it's just it doesn't have any value to me. So I don't read the good ones. I don't yes. read the bad ones. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, we've grown up without yeah. the whole yeah, yeah. all that sort of things. But I think all these players, it's part of the, part of their life. It's part of their whole Instagram. You know, they're saying you know. I mean, I saw one with. Um, um, Ali, and he was driving his his four hundred thousand pound. I think it was a Bentley or a Rolls Royce. Wow. He just just spent nearly half a million pounds on a on a car, and he was. I think it was an Instagram or Twitter. I can't be sure, but yeah. there was there was all these these things. A picture of him, you know, he's got a massive TV in the back, and he's driving down a, a road in London. You're thinking, okay, that's great, and it's yeah. like that. You know, other people would aspire to that, but you are setting yourself up for a huge. Yeah. You know, as a huge moving four hundred thousand pounds. Also, target. when you got robbed at gunpoint, exactly, yeah. I think mm. every everything was like, uh, oh, they found no trophies, uh, like uh, yeah. what they they yes. only found silver medals. And I think after like you've been robbed at gunpoint and they've taken a lot yes. of your stuff, and like I've, they've scared the living daylight out of you and mm. punched you in the face mm. to then go on. Like Twitter or Instagram, and not yes. see like nice messages. Yeah, yeah. To no, you're, you're see su- like horrible messages okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, just stay yeah, off it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I think Peter's. Well, I was a manager. I just said, ban him. Yeah, Fergie wouldn't allow it. No, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the guy Greenwood at Man United? That that wouldn't have happened under Fergie. Can you well, stop what, it? What, what I mean, I mean, him? I mean, how do you control that? How does Mourinho control that? You can't, you can't stop social media. Different yeah. errors, no. Yeah. 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 Anyway, this is another debate. Anyway, guys, it's been brilliant to be back in the swing of things after our summer lockdown sojourn, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, thanks everyone for listening again um, and spread the word about why at YE1Spurs. Um, and we'll be back next month. And hopefully, during the season, we obviously won't be at the stadium like we were last season, but we might do a few more snap pods. So keep listening, keep subscribing, keep spreading the word. Peter, thank you. Thanks. Casper, great to have you back. No worries. Keep doing your homework, sunshine. Matthew, brilliant to have you back. Lovely to be here, thank you. Sim, and uh, you are obviously the linchpin of this. So. Just keep your feet on the ground and keep waving on Spurs and don't you know don't don't too big for your boots at all the sport. Great job as ever. Great to see you, great to see you guys. Thank you everyone. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>